Twilight Zone, Season 2, Episode 3, The Who of You. A struggling actor risks everything to catch his big break, but an impulsive scheme takes a few unexpected turns. Starring Ethan Embry of Empire Records in Sweet Home, Alabama, Daniel Sinjata of The Dark Knight Rises, Mel Rodriguez of Last Man on Earth, and The Watch, and Billy Porter from American Horror Story. Written by Wynne Rosenfeld of the upcoming film Candyman. Directed by Peter Antencio, who directed Keanu in episodes of Last Man on Earth. We're all in on the opening. Yeah. Yes. I found a, You haven't heard the first episode yet, but I found a good song to put under it, too. It's a better song now. Oh. It's spooky. It sounds like one is of it, those. Are, are, do we have rights for that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Would you write this? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. I'm excited now. But uh, yeah, it's like a uh, Night Vale. You know, it's like a it's like a spooky mm, murder mystery and... podcast. You know. Yeah, kind of. The opening. It's fun. <laughs> it's all the rage. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the Who of You? This episode is freaking great. This episode is amazing. I love it. This. I love. Fun. I love. The whole premise. Oh my gosh. This was a Twilight Zone. This was like straight up (laughs) legit. Honestly, I felt the same way. I felt like I was watching a Twilight Zone episode. I felt like I was in the Twilight. It's like I was in the Twilight Zone. It's funny. I I feel like up to this, like the more episodes of this season I watch, the less I ever want to rewatch the first season. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. It's just, I feel it's just more if they think the show seems to understand itself better. Um, You know, who knows if it'll maintain, but. But it, yeah, in general, it's just man. And this what episode in particular, so this oh my, one pulled all the good actors, grabbed them, put them all in. I here. love Billy sure. Porter. I want him in everything all the time. And an episode essentially about acting—that's what you do. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's some great bits where like characters get to act as other mm-hmm. people, as still themselves. He, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Ethan Embry gets to act out oh as every gosh. character, and he pretty crushes much it. He's so good in this mm-hmm. episode. Well, and at the same time, we get a lot of uh, smaller actors that I, I don't know who some of these people are, and they mm-hmm. got opportunities to be on screen, too. Yeah. You yeah. know? Sure. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Well, let's talk about let's it. Let's do pretty it. Pretty neat. The episode starts with Ethan Embry doing an audition. And they're using, I think they're using the same Hi8 camera from Replay. Oh, I didn't even I could think be wrong. of that. Oh, that's a it, good idea. Because it, it is a Hi8 camera. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I picked up a lot of the seasons the second time I saw it. Yeah. And he's, uh, Ethan Embry is auditioning for uh, a police officer. Yeah, he's auditioning for a cop. That's I didn't. Back. Oh that my god! Back, I didn't baby. notice that. I didn't. I didn't notice it until the end of the episode, and we'll get to that. But I need to rewatch. I didn't it. realize it until then. <laughs> and uh, audition is going poorly. Yeah, very poorly. Yeah, it's really. Bad. It was awkward. They don't even like. He knows the director, and he's like, "Oh, thanks for like let me be in that one thing." And the guy's like, "Who, who are, you? are you? I don't yeah. know who you are." Yeah. Hey, John. Hey, it's really good to be reading for you again, John. I'm sorry. Do we know each other? Yes, uh, you, you, you cast me in Macbeth. It was a few years back, off-Broadway, at the Little Branch. Sorry, I, I don't remember that, but it's nice to see you again. Uh, I really like to read for the Steve role. That's the lead, and we called you in. Yes, I, I know that. I'm sorry, I, I don't have all day here. Are you going to read for Chesterfield or not? The name of the episode is, what, it's like something yeah. like Who Are You or something the like that? The Who of You. The Who of You? So he doesn't know who he is, no. and people don't know who he is. He's a struggling actor trying to make it in the big New York, I guess? Or what Seems do you say, like New York? It. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
He goes home to a sweet loft. Do you think nice he was place. like a famous actor before? I think he has a lot a of work mo- credits. He had a moment. Yeah. And yeah. But I also I think because he feels like he's above the work. Yeah. He feels entitled to like bigger roles. Mm-hmm. He even asks to be auditioning for the main character, and they don't let him do it. And that's what the fight, the infighting between him and his girlfriend are. Yeah, because it sounds like she is also <laughs> now succeeding, and he's resentful that he is not succeeding. Yeah. And that's like the, the ebb of flow, too, of an actor relationship, is yeah. from what I can tell. A great example would be like an Anna Ferris, Chris Pratt type, where like she starts real high, and then he's kind of in the lower. He rises. The, the big old switcheroo. And then they split yeah. up. And they split up. <laughs> and then he's got to marry Arnold Schwarzenegger's Guys, I know daughter. A lot about, I get People Magazine, so. I'm, you get I'm, People I'm Magazine? Kind of you people. are informed, Brad. <laughs> What kind of people are you getting magazines? Uh, <laughs> celebrities just like us, of course. <laughs> wow. wow. Who knew? Well, wait, Who knew they were just wait, like wait, us? Which one of us is the celebrity here? I mean... Me? me? You. Andy Hubert? Andy Hubert. Okay, seems like we're not sure. No, I think it's... <laughs> he has a beard. And Ethan Embry had a beard. Andy, But Andy has a whole podcast about him and chips. I mean, that's pretty big. That's that pretty big news. Celebritas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's okay, basically... Okay, I wasn't trying to toot my own horn You basically here. have made it then. You did get two big guest stars on one of the last episodes. Ooh, that's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it was it Patrick Stewart? And, no! And, uh, no, no, it was. And you had a good and, cameo. Uh, <laughs> a good cameo in the follow-up episode, too. A couple cameos. <laughs> oh, man. So they're fighting... The power goes out, mm-hmm. which you think maybe a Twilight Zone thing is happening, but it's just he didn't pay the bills because he's broke. Yeah. He fesses up to it finally. Like yeah. the moment it happens, he's like, oh, didn't pay the power bill. Yeah. And she's like, you can't just not pay the power bill. They have a fight. He ends up saying that it's about money. And she's saying, no, it's not about the money. And he's like, it's about the money. What do you think it's about? Responsibility? It's about his pride. Pride, I mean, like he's, yeah. he's like I'm the guy I should be handling. This, this is probably yeah, where, where sure, I was going with that. I have not been single long enough because I'm so confused about how they handle their finances. Like, how mm. does he oh, just yeah. not? They're like living together. How does he not just pay that bill? How do they not discuss yeah. this? Venmo. How? Do, yeah. How are they doing? The bill splitting Sometimes here. I don't understand. Don't I was living with roommates. I had a Google Doc. We oh, had all. Man. We all had Venmo. It yeah. all made sense. And it's like it sounds like she's working, so she has money. But yeah. that's yeah. and that's why I think this is about a pride thing, where yeah. he he was like he couldn't ask her or tell her about this ahead of time. He's like, I should be able to do this. I should be able to provide for that. It's like I'm the man. Yeah, I should be able to take care of you. And plus, he also has a bit of the complex where he's just like you know secretly feels like he's the better actor between the two of them. It sounds like because mm-hmm. she kind of calls him on that, where he's like, she's like, you're just mad because I'm actually getting roles and you're not anymore, but you feel like you deserve them. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's above the role he's auditioning for, yes, too. Yes, absolutely. He thinks that show is like garbage. He goes to make a point of it, and she's making the claim, like, who cares? Just get the It's just, get the a, yeah, role. get the you job. Know, it's a job. Move on. So he has integrity, in a way. Mm-hmm. At least in his mind, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's feeling, like, an, a, quite entitled to these roles, and, like, because I'm a good actor, I was an actor in the in the past doing things i should still get that and so yeah yeah that's not guaranteed vegas vacation (laughs) (laughs) there you go i've seen that movie too many times he feels entitled to these roles and he feels like people should remember him and but he's like living in the past it's another it's they've they've kind of done the theme in a couple of previous episodes about where yeah it's sort of it's that entitlement kind of mentality where he's just like you know i'm not getting these things and it's not even my fault it's like everyone else's fault that i'm not getting yeah. the stuff i deserve like i'm i'm the victim here yeah yeah so he 
he goes, his solution yes, to pay the power bill is to rob a bank, which I was like, that was a leap. I was like, whoa, this is like starting off very quick. Something I didn't see until the second rewatching. He goes to his room to get a bag that he's going to use to rob the bank with. And when he opens the bag, it's very much like an eyeball looking back at him. Oh. It's like a shot below. I didn't even up. guess that. That's and cool. And he opens it and he closes it. So, oh, they have like the camera in the bag mm-hmm. showing him. Open. Yeah, oh. and that plays right ahead because he starts body swapping with people by looking them dead in the eye. Right, so he swip swapping with them. Yes, yeah, so this he is shows up at the episode. bank like really quick. He shows up at the bank, walks up to the teller, passes a security guard, pulls out the gun, and he's like, "This is a robbery!" Like quickly put the money in there, and the teller is this like fifty year old woman. She's, she quickly like she's terrified. Yeah, and... she presses the the warning button to alert the police, and she's giving them the money. Mm-hmm. The guard notices, you know, something's, something's a little up. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And it's a really good moment. You know, I think again, this goes to I think the quality of the acting from everyone in this episode. But like, there's the moment where the guard's sort of like, "Hey." everything okay over here and like he just sort of slowly turns so that the guard can clearly see exactly what's happening because until then it had been like a a small sort of insular incident where it's just the two of them Mm -hmm. and suddenly the guard's like oh and now it gets now it's a problem because now the guard sees and it's it's become a big issue right so then he's like pointing the gun at the guard and the teller Mm -hmm. before ethan Embry enters the bank he has a really funny line where he says you can do this you went to juilliard (laughs) i thought that was really funny yeah (laughs) i kind of forgot about that moment (laughs) yeah this is really he's like like the bank is just like acting you know he's just looking at every problem Mm -hmm. like he's in a in an acting role Mm -hmm. yeah okay i can do this I can do this. I was at Juilliard. I can do this. So then he swaps bodies with that bank teller. By accident. Yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't know what's about to happen. No. He just looks at her. Dead in the eye. She looks at him and they I thought he like switch. They do some dilation. Yeah, I thought yeah, he put like a hand on her at first too. He does. Yeah, because yeah. it seemed like for the first couple swaps, he, he wasn't sure how the power contact. worked. Yeah, he thought mm. he had to touch them, it seemed like, and realizes later. Yeah, either, He learns his power over the episode. I couldn't tell if it grew or if he could always do that. Yeah, I think he could always. He just sort of he realized just, it. Yeah, maybe. he had to test it to know that he could do some of those things. Because mm-hmm, sure. like later on, he's like looking at people from across the street and he's like, hey! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He looks at someone and they switch places. Mm-hmm. That person's like a, a block away. Mm-hmm. Please come tackle him. So they tackle his body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is now <laughs> inhabited by that bank Old teller. woman, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's that's Older another great, again, another great bit here where like she's realizing that she's in his body. And so like she drops the gun and puts her hands up because that's the position she was just in when mm-hmm. the swap happened. And like that's when you find out the gun was fake. It was like a little cap gun because it just breaks. She even finishes his line, I yes. think, that he's about to say. Yeah. She yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, the cops tackle his body. Also, if you notice every time he switches bodies with somebody, he starts going for his beard. Like mm-hmm. that lady starts to grab her face and like every character oh. that he jumps into like also does it. Yeah. So that's his like grounding thing. Yeah. It's like or it's oh, like wait, telling I the audience that feel my beard, yeah. it's not me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like he switches places, he's seeing himself being arrested by the police and like mm-hmm. in the moment He's like, well, I actually have the money in my hand because yeah, I'm now this, this woman. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of like in the moment, just, okay, let's keep doing what I was yeah, doing like, Maybe and I can figure get away this out later. He grabs it and go and Jordan Peele comes in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. that <laughs> yes. Wow. It comes late in this episode. It does, it does. come pretty yeah. late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
what was his overall message? I it's been a like two weeks since I've seen him. I don't know. He always just talks about switching he just like frames roles it like and things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But to enter the role of his life, I was about to say, is he say something about the role of a lifetime? <laughs> um, but this is, I thought this bit because this is where the the episode started really getting even more interesting because they introduce another dynamic where he's in the back as this teller and she runs into her coworker. And her coworkers like, oh my gosh, well, how wasn't that scary out there? And then slowly, as the two that like these two coworkers are interacting, it's you realize that they apparently it seems like they have just a host, normal hostile relationship to each other. Right? They like they do not get along at work, and so now he's trying to pretend to be this teller with someone who already doesn't like him. And they like had this interaction where yeah, suddenly she's just like, wait a minute, you're you can't, stealing yeah, the it's money. like you can't take that. Like, excuse me, you can't take that money. And it's like she was just trying to like point out like you're doing something dumb right now. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm not taking it. Like very <laughs> defensive. And then it became clear like she's she like, was actually this taking it. She's taking the money. Yeah, because like a police officer shows up. Mel yeah. Rodriguez. Who mm-hmm. is it? He's from Last Man on Earth. He lost, oh. he lost like 200 pounds, it looks like. For this I don't yeah, know that guy. I thought show, he was yeah. just like, like, I've never seen him before. Yeah, the director worked on that show. I assume he just made a phone call and was like, hey, you want to come do me a favor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so he, it seemed that that cop showed up like through an emergency exit yeah, or something like door. that. Yeah, through the back door. Back door. Because he was probably like told to just like check around the building. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is where we meet the detective in the front of the bank. Because he comes true. in and, and is like... To, to kind of assess the situation and it mentions he's like mm-hmm. so and so went around back or whatever and that's the other the cop that comes to you're talking room. about hot daddy cute suit oh yes <laughs> <laughs> say that again hot daddy cute suit yeah <laughs> which, which i mean he was a buff which i'll explain dude. in a little bit it, yeah he's ripped in his, yeah. in his corduroy he's, he's suit he was a good actor old. too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah whoever that guy is he's in um i mean he's been in a fair amount of stuff i i know him i think most i think he was in the what's the the dennis leary fire Oh, rescue me! Rescue me! Fire he's in rescue. No, me. I mean rescue me. Oh, oh, I need help. You need to help. Help, rescue me! Yeah, he's in rescue me. Yeah, which, <laughs> which I, I, I watched all of way back, but <laughs> backdraft, backdraft. That's what it was. He's got great stubble. Ethan Embry is like trying to as. As this old older woman, mm-hmm. like trying to explain, like she doesn't understand what happened, like. She's now looking at herself, walking away. Yeah. It's like confusing, and the police officer's like not buying any of this mm-hmm. stuff like, oh, because it doesn't a, make any sense. It's just a loony person robbing a bank, right? So I think they put him in the back of a police car. Yeah, they take mm-hmm. him away. They bake him away toys. But before that, he switches body with the police officer, right? And then the, the police officer, of the, yeah. like they're trying to get a hold of the police officer, like where are you, Phil? Come on! And then like Phil's answers in Ethan Embry's body is like. He, I'm right here. What are you talking about? Yes, and I thought this was also interesting because this is where they kind of, you know, the, you finalize how the power works. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. like, whatever body he yeah. swaps into goes into his original. Even and whoever else goes body back is to the their conduit. Body. Yes, like that's always going to be what the person hops into. Mm-hmm. It's not like he, once you swap and swap again, yeah. they're in a different. Once you body swap, you can't stop, that. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought the swapping would like keep happening. I did or, too, actually. I, yeah, I, was I like, like it this way a little more. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of clears up. Some of the story. Well, and it plays to some fun mechanics later. Like, yeah, with you know. Ethan Embry's acting choices. Yes. Well, and and even just how the story plays out, like with Billy Porter's character and stuff. Um, so so basically, what would happen is you have Ethan Embry, the main character who's swapping bodies. Then you have the older lady. Then you have the cop. Yep. So like, if the older lady is in Ethan Embry's body and Ethan Embry's in the older lady's body, but then he looks at the cop, what he does is he Ethan Embry becomes the cop. Mm-hmm. 
the old lady becomes herself again, and then the cop would go into Ethan Embry's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what would happen. Right. So yeah, he's he's like, but I'm right here. And so Embry, you know, as the cop grabs the money and takes off out the back. Right. So now they're like, okay, the 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 main buff cop is trying to figure out what's happening. He's interrogating you. He doesn't buy it. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't believe this person. He thinks it's like an insanity thing. Yeah. He says they're setting up an insanity defense. But then Ethan Embry's character starts telling him things that only the cop would know. Yes. Right. And culminating in saying, "I know your secret." Mm -hmm. And the secret is that he's having an affair. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what comes out because it happens yeah. a few times where the pl- the police officer is getting phone calls. Yep. And uh, also Ethan Embry's wife gets a phone call, which is like the police officer who is now Ethan Embry trying to convince her that he is him. It's confusing. <laughs> it's, so confusing. it's great <laughs> to explain this, especially in an audio format. <laughs> yeah, you need some visual things to help yeah. understand this. Yeah. Marina, it's me, Harry. I'm calling from a different phone. And no, it's not. Who is this? No, no, no. I I know. I sound weird, but it really is me, Harry. No, it's not, weirdo. Don't call here again or I'll call the police. No, 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 no. Don't do that. He's decided that he, this is pretty awesome. And now he's like, all right, well, I'm a cop now. I guess I should start. Being Lur- a cop. Pretending mm-hmm. to be a cop. So there's like a spot of him and doing a taxi driver kind of thing. Bit looking at me kind of deal. Yeah, he's talking yeah. himself in the mirror. And I like, love that whole scene. He was like, tr- <sighs> he was trying to even like talk himself into how to talk to his girlfriend as the cop. Yeah. Well, and, and he's like trying to get the voice down, but it's like in this guy's right tone. So and it, it plays back to the audition he did at the beginning because now yeah. he's like actually playing a cop. <laughs> which right. he was doing for the audition and so he like heads to a coffee shop how does he end up at that coffee shop he just wants he just a walks, coffee he just yeah i think there? so he just walks through to get, he's, like, i think uh, i think he like, sees someone a, and he ducks in takes a duck in oh yeah. maybe but uh, then you know as he's ordering like pretty quickly four police officers walk by and notice him because yeah. they're actually trying to look for that specific officer yeah that cop just like dropped off the face because they know he has the money so they're like okay we need the money back yep so what he does is he he throws the money behind the the counter and switches bodies with the barista (laughs) yes yes and so the barista like quickly like grabs the money and leaves and every time a switch happens there is like a moment of confusion or like slowdown Mm -hmm. where like both people because it feels like it takes like some sort of physical toll it's not like a permanent thing Mm -hmm. but it's like you You, know yeah visually you see it happening too Yeah, the camera slows down. The camera slows down. You see both people's eyes in Mm -hmm. like a super close up. Um, You see their pupils dilate, like you were saying. Yeah, Ethan Embry seems to adapt quicker into bodies as the yeah. He after the first two, he adapts really. It's sort of the there's sort of like the the trope you get a lot, especially in science fiction, of like you know the first time someone like travels through warp or something Mm -hmm. and they like puke afterwards, and all the people like nah, you get used to it. Yeah, it's like it's it's one of those. Ethan Embry's character adjusts very quickly going forward, and everyone else is like, what just happened? Because they haven't been doing it. As the barista, he runs away from the police. He one of the cops chases him down. Yeah, he he doesn't stay the barista very long. No. No. Jumps immediately into a handsome jogger man. Yes. Yep. And then Which he stays in. Yeah, he yeah. stays as the jogger for quite some time. Mm-hmm. For like the second half of the story. And so for each of these swaps, the you get the jump back to the police. Right. This yes. is, yeah, this was like awesome to and see. Yeah, you get like, Embry is, Ethan Embry, the actual actor, is playing all these people too. that are yep. swapping yeah. in. 
with while the cop is interrogating him, mm-hmm. and sort of slowly the you know the cop is the detective's coming around to being like something weird is. Here. I do like how fast the cop like did start to believe, like buy into what was happening. Yes, was it, it, it made it better? W- wasn't it sold though when the cop was like, "I know your secret." The, yeah, was yeah it was pretty real, much sold then, and so that's why details. for this part where he swaps into the jogger, he the the detective's like, "All right, well, if this is whoever he swapped with, I need to ask this guy where he was." Yeah, what, what yeah. do you doing? remember being? What last? do you look like? He even yeah. helps the jogger because the jogger has kids, and he's like, "We'll take your kids. We'll pick them up from school." Yeah, and it's like the. the He's like he's of. like half. I think he's like half playing along because he's still not entirely convinced. Because it's just why would you ever think this is a real thing? Um, but at the same time, yeah, he's he's like, well, you know, maybe it is. Let's just let's try. And so yeah, he's like, all right, where were you? Uh, on Maple and whatever. All right, let's go there. Right, and and uh, the the jogger guy um, ends up getting a new outfit, looking good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's walking down the street, and he sees a psychic. Mm-hmm. So there's a lady outside that says, "Don't go in there. He just wants your money." Yeah, because in the end, he, he gets did, all he of gets the, money. the money. <laughs> he gets all the money. <laughs> yeah, he did. Foreshadow. So much foreshadow. <laughs> yeah, everything has a purpose. I love it. I know. I was like, "How dumb are you to leave the money back?" <laughs> it was Terrible. his fault. Yeah. yeah. Billy Porter. Oh, so good. He's got a nice hat on. Yeah, yeah. Billy D. Williams. Yep. Oh. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Wait, who who are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Billy D. Williams can barely walk. (laughs) They had to give a stool for him. I'm just remembering from Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) He's so old. I haven't seen recent Billy D. Williams. Remember when he uh, came out as like gender fluid, and then like the next day he was like, I don't know what gender gender fluid. fluid. Oh, wasn't it? Oh no! Oh my gosh! This guy. This guy. Read like half story. Yeah, can read half the article. All right, who's Carl? Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> this is not uh, <laughs> Apollo Creed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, I'm sorry. But Billy Porter. <laughs> he starts doing a reading. Mm-hmm. He knows that something is awry. Yes. That he is the person the jogger isn't who he says he is, or mm-hmm. the jogger is admitting that I'm a different person. Yeah. Kind of like spills out the whole story. And Billy Porter finally poses the question, well, if you're in that body, then where is that Why person? Why him? Uh, I don't know. I, I needed an escape. But, you know, I kind of like being this guy now. So, when you're him, where is he? You know, I never really thought about it. And this is also, again, we get some more foreshadowing here where um, Embry's soul is ex- says Whoa. that he suspects that his girlfriend might be cheating on him. As is one of the things that where he's just explaining basically why his life is crap. Yeah, he's always wondering if like she's going to leave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his fear. And which I guess is why he goes to the extreme of robbing a bank. Yeah, he gets all that money, I guess. Yeah. Bill? Like what? Yeah, your power I mean, bill? It's something like that. Not very logical. No, it's a very simple convenience. Yeah. 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 But it's just a MacGuffin. Yeah, Porter, it's, it's like your first thought. Yeah. You just went with your first idea. The, the bag even might say MacGuffin on it if you look close enough. I, don't know. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. But Billy Porter basically eventually says, you know, if this is your power, prove it. Right. And he does. He swaps bodies with Billy Porter. So now Ethan no, Embry gets well, to... No, Billy Porter forces a swap. Does he? He grabs the jogger's hands. That's and true. then he jumps into Ethan Embry's body, who he is at lo- the police. Because the jogger has been looking officer. down at the floor yeah. the entire time. I don't know if he forced it or if he was no, just he sort of forced. Like, we'll he like it. grabbed the hands and went in there. 
So he jumped into Ethan Embry's body. And then Ethan Embry gets to do some fun acting here. Yes, yeah, he gets to play crossing. Oh man. Yeah. He picks up like a, pa- a paper again. swan, which I think is a Twilight Zone reference. The, yeah, the little origami crane yeah. or whatever. Is it? He, he sees that the police officer. I don't know if it's a reference for Twilight Zone, but it yeah. could be. I forget what. I that, I that swan. It might shows be. Up at some you, point. you might be right. I just might. Yeah. Not it might be a last man on Earth reference for all I know. Okay, it could be. Yeah. Uh, he kind of flirts with the detective mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. And Billy Porter is trying to understand like what's what's, going, what's on? going on. Yeah, he's asking like the detective like what happened, what did he do, what's with this stuff, and eventually he basically says, "All right, I mean, I'll tell you where he what yeah, where he, he is, wants a reward." He, yeah, he wants the reward. He's just kind of like, "All right, I'll tell you what's up." Because <laughs> Billy Porter had his heart to scam artist. Yes. Where was I? Here with a cop, hot daddy, cute suit. Okay, I'm stuck in this body forever. I, mean, I just, I, I just need to get that money to Moreno. It's be fine. You really did do all that stuff. Listen, listen. I'm a scam artist, just like you, but you're worse. Because at least what I do makes people feel better. <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at? Stop being such a dick, Harry. Thanks. You can't just shove a gun in somebody's face because you want money. That's a person. And now, everybody that walks by you treat like a husk that you can just slither in and out of like a cheap hotel robe. And worst of all, for all that talk about your little girlfriend, Marina, you treat her like she's a problem that needs solving. I know what I'm doing. Do you? Now, did they actually agree on that? Um, yes. Loosely. Loosely. Because mm-hmm. he switched back mm-hmm. to the jogger. Well, Billy Porter finally goes out of Ethan Embry's body once he thinks the deal has been struck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And his tone changes fast. Yes. Yeah. Well, he like, he is like he committed this crime. You... We're both con artists. Yeah. Let's just... You know, call it what it is. And he doesn't want to get caught up in the rest of this mess. I don't want to get caught. Yeah, he's, he literally says, I don't want to be involved in what you're in. So he throws him out, but keeps the money. Well, in the, he in the, accidentally he leaves just the leaves money. It. He just It's just like, you're right, you're yeah, right. he leaves it by his own seat. So yeah. it's like a, a it's quick scuffle fault. to get out. And mm-hmm. once he once he finds out he left it, which is like 20 yeah. seconds, yeah. 10 mm-hmm. seconds. He looks back and like the shops the, all locked up. The shops up. The all locked closed. up, right? The gates yeah. are closed. There's a cool I think pan they around. They do like a one they do a pan around, around yep. him. And when and it pans then. back, it's all locked up. It was so fast. It was really cool. It was a cool <laughs> shot. So he, so clearly he can't get in. He calls the police. <laughs> he calls the police. <laughs> I forgot about police. that. And we get a weird day to night transition before the police show up. Yeah. Like, how long did that take? <laughs> Maybe it was like, I don't know, maybe this is taking place. It could like have been right at sunset or something. So winter time yeah. or something. I don't know. But eventually, no, it was like still, it was the guy was jogging. Mm-hmm. Weather was nice. Yeah, maybe they just didn't show up. <laughs> right, but yeah, eventually two cops show up, um, and they he's like, you know, this dude stole my money, and it, it seems like at that point the description of the jogger is out, and so these cops realize, hey, this is the dude. And so they start kind of like questioning like, him, questioning him and giving him putting some pressure on him. And he realizes th- this is not going the way he thought. And he does a, a new trick where he straight up projects across the street. Yes. Into like some goth mime. He says, hey, sex pistols. 
Yeah. The guy's dressed like <laughs> and he's so, all like, grungy and punky. Am I correct? Did they have like a moment where like the camera like moved across the street really fast to the person's yeah. face? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, as soon as he switched over to that punk guy, the cop like immediately was like, you over there, don't, don't move. <laughs> and then like he, he immediately switched into another Jumps person's again. body from across the street. Yep. So he's like making leaps. To yeah, he starts like, just leaping yeah. down the street and body to body. <laughs> he only did it twice, but I was like, man, you could do that forever, mm-hmm. I bet. Until, yeah, so he leaps into an old man going into <laughs> a building, which I love building cause, next door. Because the old yeah. man was like, as soon as he walked in, he was like, everything Every, hurts. Everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he like can't carry his groceries and he's like, I gotta put these down. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. <laughs> he wasn't expecting that yeah. body. And so part of his plan was, oh, if this guy lives next door to the psychic shop, maybe I can use that to break into the psychic shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to like some for some reason like look down at the building. Well, he knew there was he like a skylight the or skylight. something. Yeah. There's a moment in the conversation with him and Billy Porter where he looks up at the skylight and a plane does fly by, which may be a reference to the 60,000 40,000 feet whatever. Yeah, could, be. One. could be. But or just yes. a plane in general. Could just yeah. be, a, yeah, just a plane. Yeah, might be reading into see, it. Because you look up and you want to see something moving by, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, just throw a plane in there. <laughs> As he's in the old man's body in the apartment, another mom and child. A yeah, neighbor. Yeah, we haven't, that we haven't necessarily talked about this, but like, even though he's leaping into people's bodies, he knows nothing about these people. No. He doesn't yeah. know their name. He doesn't know who they know, who right. they're married to, where they live. So he basically has to figure that out by asking other people. Mm-hmm. So as the old man, it kind of works because he's like, he he's like, ah, I'm just having a, you know, like a, a little stress. Like, could you tell me like what building I, what apartment I live in? Yeah. And like the lady gets like kind of concerned at first, but yeah. like she, she still manages to tell him where he lives. Mm-hmm. And there was an interesting thing here. I, I'm not sure if this is exactly what happened or not, but it seemed like he was gonna. He tried to jump into yep. the woman because she was wearing glasses, and she, he couldn't because of the glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh! So instead, he looks at the kid and moves and takes and goes into the kid from the instead. old man to the yes. Kid. And mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was more of like he decided the kid would be easier to play off. No, or it, if, it, there was but, physical resistance shown through the camera that he couldn't get through. And it, yeah, at the end of the episode, I was more sure that it was an actual thing where he he couldn't get past her glasses to jump mm-hmm. into her body. Well, wow, at the I very end, that. he has glasses on. Exactly. So, too, and so, so he's like protecting himself in case like anyone else has this power. Oh, man, I didn't notice that, guys. <laughs> thank you for yeah. pointing that out. <laughs> but yeah, it plays as the kid. Now he's the kid. This kid who was being really obnoxious is now being very nice to his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has the coolest bedroom. This mom is clearly rad at her job. Did you see the robots <laughs> on his bedside table? Yes. They were references to oh. the invaders. I should have caught that. Oh, with the highlights on. Yeah, that's a great episode. That oh, episode is legitimately it's scary. scary. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a good like twist. It turns it on its head. There's it's like scary like... violin music through the whole thing. Yeah. And it's a jet... Have you seen that one? I don't the invaders? think so. So that's the one where it's uh, a, a, a spaceship lands on a the roof of a house, and the spaceship's pretty small. Yeah, it's kind of like a barn. It's almost yeah. like... Hmm. And so, no so you see that this old woman who's like in her 80s or something like that, 90s even, and she like lives alone in this like cabin. And uh, everything's she, lit by candlelight or fireplace. It's from her perspective, lantern. and she sees that like there are these little creatures, and she's trying to fight them. And it's pretty much trying, entirely silent. It's in, she doesn't talk at all. Oh man! And so like she's trying to fight them and get rid of them, and she's like scared, and you're scared for her. But then like the twist is. She does. I think she does kill both of yeah. both of these creatures, 
but the as like one robots. of them's dying, the the one creature is like, "This is astronaut blank from the from the United States." Just reporting, don't do not come to this planet. Oh man, there are creatures that are way too big for us. And so, like, you <laughs> realize that the old creatures. lady was a giant, and she's actually the yeah, monster. She's the alien, yeah, and we're actually the little space guy. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. It's so good. I have to watch that one. It's that sounds so, really good. So it's, it's good. Frightening. Oh man, I think it's season two. Maybe it sounds really good. It gave me nightmares. It's scary. It it, it is scary, even for 1961. <clears throat> so. So, so back to the kid. Yeah. Yes. The mom knows that the kid's acting a little, a little funky, a little weird. Off, but, you know, not not enough to really. Not yeah, not enough to really know mm-hmm. that this is Ethan Embry. Yeah. <laughs> but what's fun is the kid in Ethan Embry's body. He's oh my god. He's with this the police was, officer. Was, this is probably the, the best scene. part. Yeah. The cop is still driving to where they, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. they reported the guy. And then from all the of a sudden, was. like Ethan Embry, just like. And, he's, and the cop is like, really, he's like, we're going to find your mom. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to be okay. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. Yes. And he's like, we'll get ice cream. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so cream? good. That whole bit was so good. Okay. It's okay. Hey, hey, what, what, what's your name? Miles. Miles. Where's my mommy? I'm Detective my Reese, mommy. and I'm here to take care of you, and everything's going to be okay. 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 Hey, Miles. 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 Why? I, I, what are I, you? Why am I having bracelets? Yeah, babe. Where's my mommy? No, honey. I, 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 now's not a good time. Hey, hey, I, 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 my I really can't. I really can't talk right now. Hey, uh, all right, sweetheart. I can't wait to see you. I'll call you back. Bye. Miles, I got a question for you, buddy. Do you like ice cream? Yeah. Me too. Because he's trying to hunt this guy down, but like every step of the way, every like hour, he's like changing bodies into yep. someone new, and yet the cop has to catch that person up to speed to it, understand yeah. it's fun where this guy is. Ethan Embry has to piece together the lives of whoever he's jumped into, and the cop has to piece together the 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 last person he's been in and try to figure out what the the trail is leading him. It's really neat, kind of dual investigations almost. Yeah, yeah. So as the kid, what, yeah, what happens right after that? He he br- opens his in, window and yeah. repels down. Yeah, he like straight up like into Billy Borders. Ocean's store. Eleven into the psychic shop, and actually Ocean's Twelves into the psych- oh, <laughs> into yeah. the psychic shop, and the, the bag is long gone. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean yeah, Billy yeah, Porter took the money. Come on, he, yeah, that's it's, gone. Yeah, but but it, the cop shows up. The cop is already there with Ethan Embry as the boy. So you got Ethan Embry, he's a child, then you have a child who's Ethan Embry, yep. and then you have the cop, Yes, who's trying to get to the bottom of and this, yeah, finally. And he's basically saying, like, all right, time time to, time to swap back, bud. Get into your own body. Get into your body, and we'll, you know, I, well, I'm going to arrest you and put you in jail. Come on, that's a convincing argument. Just do your time, it'll be like five <laughs> years, and you'll yeah. get out. Oh my god, I bet that cop never felt more powerless in any situation. Oh, I mean, I know yeah. it's fictional, but like, yeah. you, what are you going to do, this guy can easily just use that power at any point. Yeah, I don't think he knows how the power even really works. Yeah, uh, he doesn't. There's no way to defend against it. And this is such a good twist. Uh Uh-huh. The little kid goes to Ethan Embry, and he says that he's going to switch back, but at the last minute, changes his mind, and jumps into the cop's body. Yes. Yep. And, and so now so they've, they've and he, swapped. And he pulls a gun out on himself. Yeah. yeah so, so the he, kid goes back to being the kid. Yep. And then Ethan yeah. Embry's the cop, and the cop is Ethan Embry. Mm-hmm. And, yes. And the cop. And then I think the police show up too. Yeah. Too. The cop recovers pretty quick from the swap and grabs his the own gun. gun from his other body, basically, and is like telling himself to, to get on the back. ground and, and swap them back. Mm-hmm. 
and like how dare right. and that's when all the other cops show up so they just see a suspect pointing a cop the gun at the cop's cop. body yeah right and right. blow him away and there's a moment right. in there where ethan embry comes to the realization that he does not want to go back to being himself anymore yeah he's like he's this over is, it yeah I'm, i don't want to do that why would i do that when i could be hot cop Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's double twist ethan embry as the cop as the, yes. goes back to his he goes to his apartment it's own apartment like, basically to tell his girlfriend that he's dead yeah 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 he was basically just gonna go there go there and be Public like your boyfriend truth, is dead yeah. yeah but then all of a sudden she's like come turns on in. out i know you're a cop don't worry about it. come on in and that's when you realize they're in a relationship they've been yeah they've been snooping which i felt like it was around. a little far-fetched I mean, yeah, but it's I mean, Twilight Zone. Sure. It's sure. a nice little twist, Rooney. Sure. It's a fun it's a twist, good twist. It's a good twist. And I will I say, like, out of all the people, my first watch through, I didn't, I did not see it coming at all. Until I didn't end. either. And that's where I was like, oh, was a, that was a good twist for me. Or I could see that twist through. coming, but it was still, I enjoyed it. I went yeah. for the ride. And yeah. so that's where he's like, wait, I can basically go back to the same life in that sense, but, but a better version a of A better myself. version of himself, yeah. So now, and then we get the final scene where he's mm-hmm. at back at the audition he was essentially doing the first time around. Yep, right. Wearing glasses. Nice pair of black frames. So right. Apparently, apparently he's switching careers. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be a detective anymore. And he destroys the Nails audition. Nails the audition. Kills it. And the director is like, wow, it just, you really seem like you've just inhabited that role. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I like I to... I picture myself being in someone else's skin. Yeah. <laughs> Classic line. Mm-hmm. This is and then like, Jordan Peele shows up and steals the high eight tape out of the camera. He does indeed. He, <laughs> he did straight he did. away. I was like, that director's never going to call him back. Yeah, he's not going to be able to get that audition tape. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, how is he supposed to review all the auditions? So, so this was made as a movie. I don't know if it you guys was. That was my first note on movie. here. Yeah, this, this is, is a couple is. of different ones. I feel. What, what one seems the most obvious? With though? Denzel, Fallen, The Fallen. Is it called Fallen? The Fallen. Fall- yeah. That's but not what I was thinking. That's where of. like a serial killer's jumping into bodies and like yeah. harassing him as a he's the cop trying to catch him. Okay, that's yeah, that's exactly that's better than my example. <laughs> my example was being John Malkovich. It is kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the actor part. I did also uh, catch from something else that Ethan Embry was in the 2002 Twilight Zone, where he was in an episode where he is a character that a serial killer is jumping into his body. Free, oh. And he keeps blacking out and waking up in like different in, different states of like injury or places and stuff. So I was like, that's kind of a weird connection. That's like a similar idea of instead he, someone's jumping into him. That's interesting. There's another really good movie called The Hidden with Kyle MacLachlan. And Kyle MacLachlan plays an alien from outer space who is in the body of a police officer trying to hunt another alien from another like planet. Oh, that sounds to, like, really good. Over, I've never seen this. Take over Earth. <laughs> it's in the, the other alien keeps like jumping into different bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds really good. Super good. There's also a movie, great. There's also a movie called Species, and it has a lot of nudity in Ooh. it. So like, uh, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll watch that. <laughs> I mean, not uh, relevant movie. to this conversation, but you know, if, if you're interested, <laughs> well, I like to talk about all the big morals and themes and all the yeah. stuff that's going on in this uh, episode. So this, there's another essential. This fits the uh, so far the sort of theme I think of the seasons uh, thus far has a lot of it has had to do with. Yo, invasions of privacy or invasions of uh of the self in the first episode it's you know pushing your voice into somebody else's head uh you know this one obviously literally jumping into other bodies mm-hmm. um and then in number two people these people are going to sleep and having different lives in other bodies as well so a lot of kind of invasion of the body snatcher style stuff so far i'm kind of 
it's it's kind of weird. Like everything so far is kind of yeah. leading to that. It's an it's inter- interesting theme that carries I through. Also, feel like there's been a lot of references so far in every episode to uh, the uh, time enough at last again. Like, okay. Oh yeah. It seems like this whole season has been like the time enough at last season so far. Like in this one, there was like a super overt one. I don't know if you guys saw it where. He's like when he's walking as the cop through the park is the first cop from the bank and he's walking through the park. The girls sitting on the steps have just a big cardboard sign next to him that just straight up says time enough at last. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And they're just like they're yelling at him. I don't know the second in the second episode what the reference would be, but I have to go back and look at it. I guess I have to watch that. I, I love watching that episode. Yeah, that one was sort of to time. me. That one I think has the, the least amount so far. But that one, in in the sense, when everyone goes to the yeah, she's essentially alone, alone downtime. Yeah. She's alone in the yeah, city right, and can you know, can do what she parallel, wants. Sort of sure. yeah, right, right. And she kind of finds out she is alone anyway because she's the only real person in this fake world. That's basically. true. But she has time enough to last. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was a good uh, I don't know the when he goes into the coffee shop they're doing the cinnamon on a glass and it's the Twilight Zone spiral. Oh, I didn't see a lot that. of little hints there. That one was I, I <laughs> How mean, are you noticing one, these? Well, that one, I'm always looking for them. You know they're going to be you there. Two glasses. <laughs> no, I watch the I watch these looking for those because you know every little bit in the background sure, yeah. is I, the worst is the the huge list of stuff. I'm like I'm sure that's something and it's nothing. Like I have a big list of those back home. I'm sure. But man, that reminds me of like that. Um, there, there's a test that uh, that I was was hearing about where they would sit these people down in a room and show them a movie, and it was just like count how many whatever you see. Yeah, and but that's not actually the test. The mm-hmm. test is like, hey, did you notice like that monkey on roller skates in the background <laughs> driving by? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and everybody's like, what? No, <laughs> that's me when I'm watching this yeah. show. Yes. I'm just looking at the surface. Yeah, <laughs> it's it can be tough. Um, the the bus stop from the f- season one. Uh, the comedian oh, that sure. keeps going to run to that is in the park. Like he sits there as the cop initially. He's sitting at the same Franklin. A lot of yeah. fun. I, I, it's starting to really think that these are all in similar worlds, which I like. Yeah, or they just really want to recycle. Oh, oh <laughs> don't build something new when you got it in storage. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Kidding me? I did. I. I. This one is a, like I'm. I don't. I'm not 100. percent This is true, but I think it is, and it's only because we brought it up in the last episode we did about the show. We referenced the a long distance call episode from the original yeah, Twilight Zone. Yeah. The phone in his apart Embry's apartment is that phone. Wasn't it like a rotary phone? It is. Yes, and that, yeah, the only like reason little... I know is because I rewatched that episode after we did the recorded the last one because mm. I love that episode. It's a really good one, and I I was like I never would have noticed it otherwise, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I watched two older Twilight Zone episodes oh, that, that involved body swapping. Ooh. Let me see if you remember either of these. The first one is legitimately frightening, and I did get nightmares by watching it. Number 12 looks just like you. It's mm. in a futuristic world. It opens with a beautiful woman who is the mother of a daughter, and they're looking at numbers, and they're like hot, sexy models behind the numbers. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And as soon as you turn a certain age, you get to pick a number of person and become like the best version of a human. Yeah. And it takes place... I like, think that was a season five episode. It takes place in like a central office where the daughter like doesn't want to jump into the body. She like just wants to be herself. Hmm. There's uh, people who just like keep reappearing. Like her uncle shows up. And then, like, a doctor shows up, and then another doctor shows up, and they're all the same actor, but they all have different name tags and, like, acting quirky Ooh. because they all chose that same body to be yeah. in. So there's only, like, a limited selection of people you can be yeah, in. Yeah, I, I do remember that one. Oh, that yeah. sounds really cool. And then it ends 
kind of sad with her like being forced to go through the change and like she gets completely like mind wiped and all her identity is lost and it's just like a case of lost identity but yeah. it's neat sets it's very science sci-fi yeah i remember yeah. it was very Super like science fictiony long hallways plain, long hallway sets mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah what was the other one that you saw? The other one was called the trade-ins. There are two so el- like where you trade in a body. couple yeah. who like go through like showcases of different bodies that they can like buy into. Oh, you know what? That's the one I was thinking of when you were talking about the other one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And there's kind of like a, a salesman who is a really good actor trying to up talk like the couple and like buying certain bodies, but they just don't have enough money. They like have half the amount. So it kind of, the episode kind of goes up and down with like yeah. what it's trying to do. Right. The old man goes to gamble the money to try to double it so they can both go into the bodies. Oh, run, Lola, run. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up playing a poker game with somebody. He has like three kings, and he like tells the story about how he just wants to be young again. And the guy he's playing poker with does have a hand that beats somebody, just folds and lets him have the pot. Hmm. And he ultimately goes into one of the bodies, but when the wife sees that it's not her husband anymore, she like gets really sad, and then he ends up just like going back into his old body. And, ah. not the- and that dude that folded Ooh. was like, "Man, I should just won." Yeah, <laughs> right. So it's kind of about like accepting who you are, mm-hmm. not changing who you are, being being authentic. This reminded me of an episode. I don't remember the name. I like. I only remember the sort of the premise with, uh, from the original series, where it's like a guy who can shapeshift. Where like he can change his face, and so he keeps changing his face into new people and kind of living as them for a minute when mm-hmm. it's you know beneficial to him. The ending is like he gets killed by somebody who th- you know thinks he is the person he's imitating. Yep, yep. yep. And he's like, "No, it was him. I swear, it's not me." Yeah, yeah. Without so, thinking about it, this it, that it's is that, very it's similar like that episode, but like in instead of losing at the end, he wins in this one, right? Because he like jumps into some somebody's body and then someone's like. Someone knows him, and they get into a fight, and yeah. he ends up killing that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like Face Off. I think it's it called like Face Off. Uh, Ford. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. No, it's like a man in a in in a four wall room or something like that. Is what the hmm. episode's called, I believe. Okay. There's a lot of episodes of Twilight Zone, guys. There are. There are. There are. Tons. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen all of the original series. I say that's why least. we. That's the one reason we have Andy here is that he can help us with these. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. It didn't really happen in this episode, but like a lot of the themes, and especially we might see this later on, is like getting something, like acquiring something, getting that status, mm-hmm. but then like you actually get more than you bargained for. Yeah, uh, these are all very monkey's paw style, which again, I think goes back to Time Enough at Last, because mm-hmm. in that one, he wishes he could finally just have time to read. Yeah. And he gets way more than he bargained for. And so that's been very, like, kind of. Yeah, one one of my favorite episodes is the one with a genie, and this guy owns an antique shop, and he gets a a lamp, and as he's cleaning it, he realizes, okay, there's actual genie that comes out of this thing, and uh, they kind of set it up for success because the genie grant granted four wishes, which is because <laughs> like, come on, so every single wish actually worked not in the guy's favor. That's yeah, it was like. The turkey is a little dry, like in The Simpsons. (laughs) I wish for a turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard. And and I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself. And I don't want any other weird surprises. You got it? Hey. Mm. Mm. Mm, Not bad. 
Nice hot mustard. Good bread. Turkey's a little dry. The turkey's a little dry? Oh, bone a cursed thing! What demon from the depths of hell created me? Yes. So, like, he had, uh... <laughs> he had, like, a broken, uh... Shelf or something like that. It was a glass shelf. Yeah. So like the genie like fixed that. That was like really easy, and I don't think it really caused like any other problems for him. But then like that was like his in, and then like the next things that he was asking for, like the next one was like he's like I want a million dollars, and so he got all this money. You see it like falling from the sky, but then right away the IRS comes and they're like, all right, well we got to tax all this. And <laughs> yeah. He ends up like with nothing. Yes. And then he's like. He's on to his third wish, and he's like, okay, I got to make this one count. He's like, I want to be well-respected. I want to be a leader. I want to be someone that everybody looks up to. I want to be, like, really, really important. Um, and the genie's like, all right, I know I know what you want. Turns him into Hitler. Mm-hmm. At the moment when Hitler's about to kill himself. <laughs> he turns him into Hitler <laughs> in, like, 19, April 1945. Hitler. Yeah, they they do the same. Uh, there's an X Files that does the same thing, uh, mm-hmm. where they find a genie and like initially it's some guy. He like wishes that he was invisible, but like if he, to be invisible he has to be like naked and he still interacts with stuff. So he has to like run barefoot everywhere and like cuts his feet up and then he gets hit by like a bus that can't see him. Mm-hmm. And then Mulder finds the thing and like first he wishes that like he's like I wish I was like the smartest person or something and so it makes, it makes everyone else super dumb yeah. and like, his like second wish he's like uh oh like he's he's writing out like an entire contract like a lawyer would to try and like think of every possible way it could not go right so he's like <laughs> writing like a three page long wish basically and the genie's like you're just you're being boring this is dumb and finally like his last wish is to just go back to the way it was or something yeah. and the, the genie feels bad and like actually does it yeah and that's how that's how that episode wraps up he has this fourth wish and so like he's he's sitting at a desk and he's hitler and like some guy comes in and gives him a gun and it's like whoa okay the stakes got real high and he's like i don't want to be this person and so he's just like i just want things to go back to the way they were and so the genie's like okay sends him back and as he's back the way that things were he turns and quickly bashes into his own shelf again, and the same crack appears. Hmm. And it's like, okay, now we're back to, <laughs> to where we were before. Yeah. <laughs> There's also an argument for the dark episode, which is literally a monkey paw that like goes through the same way. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, like one of the children like break a vase that like sets off into motion like the situations and then the last wish is just like i wish i never broke that vase yeah and then yeah. it fixes everything <laughs> nice, nice. yeah maybe maybe these shows are pulling from I'm that sure they're episode all pulling, and maybe that episode's probably pulling from like stories sure. from the 1930s yeah. and stuff you know yep yeah it's a good story but overall this was a great episode this was really good this might be my favorite one so far it for sure it's mine right now mm-hmm. let's see if it holds up because usually they get that mid-season lump slump happening <laughs> we'll see where they dip down and then they ratchet yeah. it back up at the end yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm expecting that i'm expecting that yep. yeah 